0: Do you guys remember your first Communions? Remember that day? And uh, the day you received Jesus for the first time? I was, I remember mine. It was downtown. Uh, I remember where I sat. Uh, it was, I, I just remember, I remember it. I remember how happy I was that day. We also remember that on that day, I got a, a brand new uh, orange Huffy bicycle. It was pretty awesome. And, uh, a good party but uh, i remember the day i remember how i felt and it's good for us to remind ourselves uh, sometimes uh, of our first communion and how we felt that day how on that day we should all uh, that that should be the same way we feel today what's changed it's it's still jesus what's changed and uh last night was was nice because uh some of my family was here my uh, sister's daughter uh, Catherine. Her daughter, so my great niece, uh, received her first communion. She, you know, they uh, live in Lombard, but she wanted me to give give her first communion. So they came to Mass last night before, and sat right there. And, and uh, Sarah, my great niece, uh, was so just excited. I and mean, she's just jumping all over the place, you know, before Mass and even after Mass. And she just uh, is like she was dancing. So she was so happy, and that should be uh, our disposition, because in a sense, uh, in a certain sense, we're uh, we're going to a wedding, you know, today. You're at a wedding, uh, the, the the wedding feast of the Lamb, right? And Jesus is the bridegroom, and He's marrying us. You come up to communion, and it's the bridegroom, and uh, you when you see, you know the body of Christ. I yeah, yeah uh, Amen. I do. You're renewing your wedding vow to the, to the bridegroom, our excellence, huh? And what do we do at weddings? We dance. Do you guys dance at weddings? Huh? Are you any good? <laughs> do you know how to dance? You should be dancing when you come down the, you know, maybe not literally, but I don't want to see that. Uh, <laughs> you certainly don't want to see me do it. Uh, but interiorly, there should be a celebration going on in your heart when you receive, uh, when you receive the bridegroom. This is important stuff. Because what we do is we put Jesus at the center of our life. And he comes into our bodies. and He's there. And he sets things right. You get your worship right. You get your life right. Well, if you look at the first reading today, what is it? It's, it's the commandments. Israel had been in slavery for 400 years in Egypt. They forgot who God was. All they knew were these pagan deities that the Egyptians uh, were enslaved to. Crocodiles and the Nile and Pharaoh's firstborn and, you know, bugs and cattle. That's what the Egyptians worshipped. So that's what the, the Jews ended up worshipping. 400 years in a, in a pagan culture. You pick up some bad habits. So when God, you know, gets the, God comes and tells Moses, get them out of there, that's why he's doing it. Not just because of their slavery. They forgot how to worship. And he's going to remind them. He's going to re- reform them in their, in their ability to worship correctly. Because you get worship right, you get your life right. So when he gets them out and brings them to Sinai, and he gets the commandments, First three, second seven. First three are about God, second seven it's about us. You get the first three right, you get the second seven correct. You've put God at the center, first three commandments, worship God appropriately, correctly, then how you deal with uh, your parents and your kids, how you deal with your friends, how you deal with your sexuality, how you deal with your possessions. That's what the second seven are about. It's about your life. You want to to be able to put those things in right order? Not possible unless you get worship correct. That's why he gives them the commandments. And we're talking about dancing. This is how bad it was for them. Well, Moses is up there for that 40 days on the mountain, what do they revert to? They build a a pagan deity. They build the, the, the thing they worshiped in Egypt. And what do they do? They dance around it. We we dance, just sometimes not to the right thing, not to the right tune. (laughs) Yeah, they were dancing all right. They danced till they died. So God, you know, in His love for them, says, "All right, here's here's another set," because you know He broke the first set. We know. Uh, and take care of it. So what do they do? They take these tablets and they put them in the Ark of the Covenant for protection. The Ark is beautiful. It becomes the center of their worship. But it doesn't just have the, the law in it, the commandments. It's also got uh, the priestly rod of Aaron. It's got the priesthood. and It also has fragments of the manna. They put a jar with the, the manna in there. As a remember, this is how God takes care of us. The law, uh, the, the, priest, the priestly rites, and, and, and the bread. This is how God takes care of us. We get worship right, worship, worship God, then we're going to be able to do the second seven things he's asking of us. And so when David brings this ark into Jerusalem and puts it in the, in the, the tent in the temple, what does he do? He dances. He dances in front of the ark. Because this is what you do. Because you've got God at the center of your life. And so we have to dance. We have to celebrate. That's the appropriate response. Worship is is dancing. It is celebration. It is having God at the center of our life. And because of that, everything is okay. Life might still be messy and crazy, but the center holds. (laughs) And so then... You know, we have uh, that moment at the Annunciation when Elizabeth she cries out in joy, "Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me?" And there's Mary, here's Elizabeth pregnant, here's Mary pregnant, there's Jesus in her womb, and and John in the womb of uh, his mom, Elizabeth. And what does John do in the presence of Mary? Who is the new art? Because she contains within her the fulfillment of the law, the fulfillment of the priesthood, and the new manna, the new bread, the bread of life. What does John do? He dances in the womb of his mother. Because this is what you do. You celebrate, you dance. Because the center is there, the center holds. And if you've got that, if you've got worship right, you get your life right. It thing's back in Priority. Now the problem is, what happens next? Here's Jesus, and he's going up to the temple for Passover. And there's this idea around him that he's, he's the one. So the people are celebrating, and they're singing, and they're dancing as Jesus comes into Jerusalem for the Passover. See, the Jews had to come into Jerusalem uh, that at the Passover. All the Jews had to come. So this, the, the, the population of Jerusalem at Passover, like, quadrupled. So many people, because they had to come. And they had to offer an animal and sacrifice. Now, this is where the problem starts. Because the temple authorities and the government officials had figured out a way to rip the people off and to fleece them of their, of their money. They made rules. You bring an animal and it has to be it has to be certified as being clean and without blemish and unbroken had to be perfect so in order to make sure that happened they said don't bring your own animals it's too far to travel people are coming from all over the kingdom we'll we'll give you one but we won't give it to you you're going to buy it so you give you bring your money and because you're from all these different areas you're going to have all these different currencies but you can only have one currency, the temple currency, so we're going, to have an, we're going to have an exchange. You're going to give us your money, we're going to give you the temple money, and then you take that temple money and you buy an animal that we're going to sell you. So they're ripping them off with the exchange rate and with the price of the animals. What should be a ritual of joy and celebration had become one of, of, of thievery and oppression so Jesus comes and they're celebrating and dancing and singing Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord Hosanna in the highest, they sing Jesus gets off his donkey and what's the first thing he does, he goes into the temple and he sees, he knows what's he going in there for to to correct it, this isn't right Israel has traded its birthright, its sons and daughters, for a bowl of porridge, for for money, for mammon. It's not right. God should be at the center. Not our money. Not not our little idols. So he throws the money away, throws the animals away, stops worship, and then says, in three days this temple will be raised up talking about the new temple of his body. Radical shift and this begins the week of his passion. That Jesus in one radical act reorients us back to the to the commandments. You've got to have God right. If you don't, you can't get the world right. You can't get your life right. You can't get your family right, your job right, your money right, your kids right, your spouse right, your sexuality right, your possessions right, unless you got me right. And you're wrong. I'm here to tell you, he says. So he throws the money away because he's going to be the new exchange rate. He's going to be the new coinage. He's going to be the price that's paid because we, he paid a debt he did not owe because we owe a debt we cannot pay and he lets the animals go because he's going to be the the lamb of sacrifice behold the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world he becomes the temple they stopped dancing because they had sold their birthright for porridge they had exchanged a supernatural hope for worldly comfort see we have two kinds of hope we have worldly hope I hope I have a job. I hope I have money. I hope I have a nice marriage. I hope I have a nice kids. I hope I have a nice vacation. Worldly hope. And that's fine. Provided that it's dominated by supernatural hope. What's supernatural hope? I hope in the love of Christ. I hope in my faith. I hope in the Eucharist. I have I hope I have Jesus always at the center of my life. Because if I do I have, I have reclaimed my inheritance as a son and a daughter of a loving God and, and a, a brother and a sister of a loving Savior swept up in the love of the Holy Spirit. I have hope in the Trinity which embraces me and loves me and sweeps me up into this dance of love. What is the, 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 the movement, the internal movement of the Holy Spirit? you know what they call it? Perichoresis. Perichoresis. You know what it literally means? The dance of love. The movement of the Trinity in its inner essence and being is a dance of love. And we are being swept up into it. And when we are in the dance with the Trinity, that's worship. That's putting God at the center. And when that's there, your life might not be easy, It might not be free from trials and travails. It might not be free from pain and suffering. But the center will hold and hold you in its being and love and will get you through it. Your life will be okay because your worship is okay. You're in the dance. So, brothers and sisters, the the movement of our lives always has to be towards keeping Jesus at the center. That's what he's telling us this weekend. Isn't it interesting that the very words that the Israelites sang when Jesus came into the temple are the very words we sing and dance to in our hearts right before we confess the Eucharist right before Jesus is present on this altar, right before we renew our our marriage vows to him in the Eucharist, we sing the same words. Same words that Jesus heard as he went into the temple to clean it out. We sing to Jesus saying, come into the temple of my body and clean it out. It's a mess. My priorities are all messed up. I continually forget to put you at the center of my life. I have forgot how to dance, and I need you to teach me how to dance. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And he goes into the temple and he cleans it out. He comes into the temple of our bodies at the Eucharist and he cleans it out, he, he sweeps it open. And fresh and new, and makes us into a new creation where, once again, He's at the center of all things, and the center holds. And if I have that center in my life, all the other things are going to be okay. Not easy, not without mess, not without sin, not without pain and suffering and difficulties, but it's going to be okay. So, don't forget how to dance.